0: Sri Vishnu Sahasranama, Number 708 Sat Parayanam The word Sat is coming again which we have already discussed means good noble pure eternal real The word Parayana has various meanings. Probably the best known meaning in modern Indian languages is in, is in terms, of, especially in Hindi, is in the sense of reading a scripture all the way through. So we may say Ram Charitmanas Parayana Bhagavad Parayana when you sit down and just read a scripture non-stop, there may be breaks, uh, you may, may, may read for 12 hours in one day and then 12 hours the next day, but that's uh, not so very much applicable in this sense. The meanings, the the principal meanings of the name Sat Parayana, given by the commentators uh, the support for the good, the supreme goal for the good, this means the good people, and he he who has good people as his support. Bhatta gives two alternate versions for this name Sat with M at the end and sat so the first version is in the neuter gender and the second one in the masculine and the meaning changes. The first version, uh, Bharta, Parasha Bharta, gives us Bhagawan is the supreme support for the good and for the second, the good are his supreme support. He the first one, he is the he who is the supreme support for those who are sat. Uh, in this regard, he quotes from Mahabharata Krishna Shraya, Krishna Bala, Krishna Pandavaha Krishna Parayan Tesham iti Sat Parayanam. The Pandavas, themselves being the very epitome of Sat among human, among the human race, the very best people, the Pandavas, had Krishna as their resort or shelter, Krishna Shraya, as their strengths. Politically yudhishthira was very powerful, Bhima was uh, legendarily powerful. Arjuna was legendarily skillful in fighting their strength. Balang Balavatang chaham, Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita. He is the strength of the strong. And krish, Krishna nāta. Nath, nath is used in the sense of uh, master, but particularly one who protects, who's who can save one. Therefore we we have the word anata means an orphan without a protector. So Krishna is the Nata or the Saviour of the Pandavas. Uh, so in this way, in all respects they are Krishna Parayana. Parayanam. So Krishna, Vishnu, is Sat Parayana with the Parayanam, with the example of the Pandavas. And of course not only the Pandavas, anyone who is sat, who is good, noble, properly situated, the very definition of them being good, noble and properly situated is that they are devotees of Krishna. Yasyasti bhakti bhagavatya kinchana sarvaya gurais tatra suraha harava bhaktasya koto mahan gurah manoratenasati dhavato bahi. Good, noble, having good qualities is possible actually for one who is a devotee of Krishna. And for one who is not a devotee of Krishna, even though he may appear to have good qualities, they're not really good qualities because they're not sat, they're not eternal, they're not on the proper platform. Good means Krishna and everything connected with Krishna. And if not connected with Krishna, it might appear good to people who are not connected with Krishna, but intrinsically, ontologically, it is not good. So anyone who is good, Will, well, they are good, and because they admit that Krishna is our ultimate goal, ultimate shelter. Krishna is all in all for the devotees. And for those who are devoted to him in this way, who are sat paratha, they are devoted to him who is the supreme sat, the supreme good, noble, the ultimate truth, then, by their absorption in Him, by their chanting His names, by their always thinking of Him, then, the result is that they forget everything Asat. Even if one is materially attracted to this material world, but takes up the practice of chanting Hare Krishna, takes up the practice of devotional service, Krishna Bhakti, then by becoming satparayana, parayana attached to Krishna, even in a, in a beginning way, then eventually he becomes fully Satparayana and he forgets everything which is asat, which means everything material, everything perceived of, not in relationship with Krishna, that is asat. Uh, that is illusory. Everything that's con- thought of to be knowledge, that's to considered to be understanding, if it's not in relationship with Krishna, it is simply a reflection, a perverse reflection of the reality, who is Krishna. It's illusory. It's not sat; is not real. So one forgets all this by by taking to Krishna consciousness and becoming engrossed in Him. And such people, they may approach people; they may be sat somewhat. They may be sat in as much as they approach Krishna, (coughs) but paradoxically or almost ridiculously. They approach Krishna to get something asat. Krishna describes this in Bhagavad Gita. That there are persons who are arta they are distressed. Or aratarati; they want money. And they approach Krishna, which makes sense if we consider that Krishna is quite capable of t- removing all our miseries. And he is quite capable of giving us more wealth than we can imagine. So it makes sense to approach Krishna in one sense, but on the other hand, it doesn't make sense to approach Krishna for something material, which is temporary and asat, and doesn't give happiness. But nevertheless, if one is sufficiently sat to approach Krishna for even temporary gains, then the result is that one will become, eventually, by applying oneself to this process of approaching Krishna and especially if one gets association with a great devotee who can inform the person who approaches the sat Krishna for the sake of getting something asat can inform them that what's the use of what's the use of all this? Trying to trying to chatting Hare Krishna and wanting to be materially successful and enjoy yourself in this world. It's all nonsense. Just forget all that nonsense. Just forget it. And then gradually one becomes more and more attracted to Krishna and becomes fully absorbed in Krishna. But even in the beginning stage, one can understand that Krishna is my ultimate resort. Who can help? Who can help me, ultimately? Just like Dhruva Maharaj, he is a prime example of Aratarati. He wanted wealth. He wanted a, he wanted a kingdom. Uh, a tr- superb kingdom not just kingdom over three villages but he wanted a, a kingdom of a to the extent of, of opulence more than even that Lord Brahma could imagine so he approached Krishna for this and very seriously practiced Krishna consciousness uh, but in the end, he found out that, what, what is the use? I wanted the material things, but now I got the vision, the darshan of Lord Narayana. And what is, what is the use of all that? It's, it's useless. What I really need is Krishna. So, he got that, because in the beginning he understood that no one can help me except Narayana. He had that faith in the beginning. Someone who approaches Narayana and also thinks, well let me try, let, let's let do a lottery here and try. Let me, I'll try worshipping Shiva, I'll try worshipping Durga, I'll try worshipping Sai Baba, I'll try worshipping Jesus. Let's check it out and see what works. Well... Krishna won't be much inclined to respond to such a person. But if one approaches Krishna wholly and solely, knowing that only Krishna can help me in this situation. Dhruva had this faith. He he wasn't a great philosopher. He was a five-year-old boy. But his mother told him, who can help you in this situation? Normally, if one is in a a distressed situation, one approaches the king. Uh, well, one approaches one's mother, or if, if it's a big problem, then you may go to the king to help you in, in material distress. But the king was the cause of this distress, to Dhruva, the king who was his own father. So what do you do in such a situation? Then his mother told him, well, there's no other resort for you, but... Narayana. So he went to... Dhruva Maharaj went to Mahavan in Vrindavan and performed severe austerities there, knowing that only Krishna can help me. Similarly, Prahlad Maharaj, uh, he knew the, my ultimate shelter is Krishna. Of course, he didn't, Prahlad was different because he didn't care for a big kingdom or any such thing. He only cared for Krishna right in the beginning. From the very beginning, but Krishna demonstrated to the world, he appeared, Krishna didn't have to appear to kill Hiranyakashipu, but he appeared to demonstrate to the world that Krishna will protect his devotee. So it's better, if, if, one, has, if one is not as advanced as Prahlad, and let's face it, most people in this world, even devotees, are not as advanced as Prahlad. Uh, <clears throat> They, sh- they should have the faith that Krishna is my ultimate shelter. Don't go anywhere else. Mame come Sharanam Raja. In this way, one, be- one becomes satparayana uh, Devotees can also be called Satparayana because he's attached to Krishna, and Krishna is called Satparayana because the saintly people are attached to him. And for those who take full shelter of him, he becomes inclined to them. Pararna means also inclined to. So he becomes inclined to his devotee, and he becomes the shelter n- of the devotee, not just in some ethereal, imaginary way, but actually, just like he he became the doorkeeper, the guard of Bali Maharaj at his at his palace. He took everything away from Bali Maharaj. Bali Maharaj, he only his only shelter was Krishna. He even his own guru he rejected, because he he wanted to take shelter of Krishna. He didn't Bali Maharaj didn't take shelter of his opulence, of his army, even of his guru because his guru was not a devotee of Krishna. He only took shelter of Krishna, and Krishna apparently mistreated him so badly. That it was intolerable, but still his only shelter was Krishna. And therefore, Krishna became so obliged to him that Krishna became his own personal protector and shelter as a menial servant, uh, taking the role of a guard at his palace. Now, Shankaracharya. he also um, has commented on this, but those who have translated his commentary, some have used the word Satparayanaha, and some have used Satparayanam. Shankara, he gives the meaning satam tatna param prakhrishtam ayanam itisat parayanam or some, tra- some who have presented Shankara's commentary give the last word as parayanaha and so he, this can be understood this, this Krishna has given the Sanskrit language to glorify himself so that those who are sat, those who are devotees, they can become more and more attached to him. Parayana also means attached. They can become more and more attached to him by glorifying him in many ways. Uh, he is uttama Shloka. He is glorified in the best language. And how one word, by just understanding it in different ways, can glorify the Supreme Lord, Krishna, in multiple ways. So uh, satam here refers to uh, those who are knowers of reality, tattva So he is the shelter, the goal, the refuge for those who know the ultimate reality. So if we know the ultimate reality, that is Krishna, and naturally we become attached to him, and he becomes the shelter and the refuge for such people. Of course, in the most unfortunate Mayavad understanding, they equate Krishna here to mean the oneness of, undifferentiated oneness of everything. Somehow or other, the person, Krishna, they equate that it's some quite extraordinary mm, mental uh, feats of mental gymnastics. How the the Krishna, the Supreme Person, who is definitely a person, somehow or other they equate him with the non-differentiated oneness, which they presume to be the... Ultimate phase of reality. So that's unfortunate, but we don't have to take their version. We can understand it uh, in a devotional way also. So, and, and then so that's Sat Parayaram, and then Sat parayaraha. That means Santo Asya Parayaram. The Sat are his support and his shelter and Parasharabhata gives the meaning in this way or he takes support for this meaning from uh, Mahabharata in which Krishna himself says mama prana hi pandavah the Pandavas are my prana my life breath we can't live without a life breath, or so the 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 vital energy, my life. It's just if you say so and so and so is my prana, then that means ah, Radha, Krishna, shod Jugalakishad, Narottamsa is my very prana. the very very essence of my life, uh, without which I cannot live. That is Radha and Krishna. So the Pandavas, Krishna himself, says that the Pandavas. Uh, my prana my very life and in gita this is a line which uh, definitely in the sri Vaishnava sampradaya they're very fond of quoting this gani tatmaiva me matam in my opinion krishna says and when krishna says my opinion it means it's reality the Gyani, one who knows me as I am, uh, that person, he literally says, is me. In other words, such a such a person is so close. He's to him. He's he's one with him in his very being. Krishna does not uh, see such a person as separate to him. Just like. The mother and child, the 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 mother's existence is completely enwrapped of that. That sees the child as so close to her. She can't imagine being without that child or living without that child. So in the same way, jnani taught maiva Meema, Tam Krishna feels like that about his devotees. A Devi Vidya Bhushan. He, takes, he breaks up the word parayana uh, to mean para, best, and ayana, refuge, and then sat the devotees. Uh, so he is the best refuge for the devotees and Baladev quotes from Srimad Bhagavatam. Uh, and many times um, this verse is Relevant in our discussion of Vishnu Sahasranama. Sadhavo riddhayam mahyam sadhudhung riddhayam madanyate na jananti nahang te managapi. Krishna says to Durvasamuni, The saintly persons are my heart, and I am their heart. They do not know anything but me, nor do I know anything but them. Uh, By looking through the Sanskrit dictionary, uh, the Sanskrit dictionary, there are several, and an online Sanskrit dictionary, I uh, found a few more meanings of parayana, parayana, which have been uh, included in the commentaries, but... Uh, but in- indirectly uh, so I'm going to go through a few of those Parayana we know from Bhagavatam that uh, that's, that term comes up Narayana, par- Narayana Parasarave Nakutas those who take Narayana to be supreme Nar- uh, is their supreme shelter therefore narayana parasarva those who take krishna to be their supreme shelter this verse without exactly using the term narayana parayana narayana koti that's another verse narayana uh, <clears throat> parasam So he's their supreme shelter, so much that they don't care. The the devotees who have taken Narayana to be their life, to be their all in all, they don't care whether they go to heaven or hell, whether they get liberation or don't get it. They just don't care. It doesn't mean anything to them. The the goals that people are trying to achieve, materialistic people are trying to achieve, going to the heavenly planets and uh, spiritually minded people who are not attached to Krishna they're trying to get impersonal Brahman realization merge into the Brahma Jyoti and uh, some people are trying to avoid going to hell but for the devotees they don't even think about such things they're only attached to Krishna Mm. But, Koti Shvapi such, one who is Narayana Parayana, he is uh, not often found, quite uh, quite rare, even among many Munis, very thoughtful people who are thinking about the ultimate reality, trying to understand what it is, leading spiritual lives, uh, to find someone who's fully absorbed in Narayan. Is not very common. Uh, so, Nara wholly devoted—one who is wholly devoted to Narayana. He's uh, Narayana parayana That's wholly devoted. Is one meaning given here? Holy means fully in this sense. So that uh, the Bhagavatam is full of so many examples of devotees who are wholly devoted to Narayana. Uh, In one sense, they're very rare, but they're rare, yes. Such devotees are very rare in this world. Uh, But many examples are given in the Bhagavatam. Uh, They're they're such glorious personalities that the Bhagavatam is meant for glorifying the Supreme Personality of Godhead. But the... uh, lives of his great devotees are also given because he is known through his devotees and and the the great devotees like Kunti Maharani, for instance, among many described in Bhagavatam they're so glorious that to hear about them magnifies the glories of Krishna himself, that he has such wondrous devotees magnifies his own glory. So, Bhagavatam means descriptions of Krishna and his devotees who are fully devoted to him. Uh, it can mean... Parayana means affected by, or uh, one who is aff- affected by, so one who is not even not fully in Krishna consciousness at one level can be called Sat Parayana. So, um, and, and he is the refuge of the Sat Parana, so he's Sat Parana, yeah. The object of attention, one, uh, the object, he is the object of attention for the Sat, Parana means object of attention, and filled or occupied with, so Krishna's mind is filled with and always occupied by thoughts of his devotees, because they're Sat, Uh, most elevated, principal, foremost. So among all the sat, Krishna is the principal, the foremost, the most elevated. Ontologically, Krishna is supreme. In his pastimes, he takes an inferior role. Super, uh, but ontologically, he is supreme. So he is, in this way, he is sat parayana. Among all the great noble persons, Krishna is is the foremost. Uh, Sat-parayana. Parayana means leading to or conducive for. So, Krishna, by becoming absorbed in thoughts of Him, that leads one to a sat existence. He is the ultimate reality, and one becomes fixed in reality. One develops all good qualities by becoming absorbed in him. So in this way, he is the very pathway to uh, good life. Good in the best, in full sense of the term. Uh, he is the totality, epitome and essence of everything that is sat. Sat means Krishna. If, if, we, if we say something is good... What is good in the quintessential sense? That is Krishna, because parayana means essence. Totality. Yeah, and everything that's good. Why is it good? Because connected with Krishna. So we bring all the goodness, all collected all up. What is that? That is Krishna. Good means Krishna. Anything outside that? Tara, that which is not seen in connection with Krishna. That is not sat. And uh, that is illusion. So if if we're in understanding of reality, then we're sat parayana. That means to know Krishna. Krishna is the panacea. Things go wrong in this world. Take shelter of Krishna. Go to the spiritual world, all problems solved. That's different to the Mayavadi solution. Which is something like I have a I have a pain in my eye, cut off my head. No more pain in the eye. It's a ridiculous idea. Just imagine that there's yes there there's suffering in this world. Suffering is caused by Interaction with other with with this world, so stop all interactions with everything. Now that's the wrong solution. Take shelter of Krishna, then all suffering will end. All problems, the solution is Krishna. What's the solution to the coronavirus, Krishna? Uh, how is that in chanting Krishna, where we see the bodies are getting the, they're getting infected by the disease also. Yeah, but if we take shelter of Krishna, we go to Krishna and we'll never come back to this world to get infected by disease life after life. So the ultimate panacea for coronavirus is Krishna. And for every other problem, imaginable and unimaginable. We didn't imagine that the whole world would be in the mess it's in now due to coronavirus. We, We could have imagined it would be in a mess for various other reasons. And even without coronavirus, it's a big mess. And even if we have relatively peaceful and prosperous society, it's still a mess because birth, death, old age, age and disease. The coronavirus is a big illusion in as much as we think it's a big problem. It's not the big problem. The big problem is forgetting Krishna. So Krishna is the panacea for all problems. Last resort, last refuge... Final end, these are all different meanings for Parayana from Sanskrit dictionary. So when we've tried everything else, what have we got left to do? Go to Krishna. We've tried everything in this material world, nothing seems to work. What's left? Krishna. He's the final resort. Actually, if we're intelligent, we don't try try to find out different solutions. Why don't we find the ultimate solution now? Why wait? Why try everything? We've been trying everything else since time immemorial. Now go to Krishna. At last, become intelligent. Take shelter of Krishna. Ah... Parayana also means engaged in, so Krishna is always engaged in beneficial activities for everyone. So in this way Krishna is sat parayana, he's very attached to doing good for others. And we're so fortunate by the grace of Srila Prabhupada that we can take advantage of Krishna, and his mercy, take advantage of it in the sense that Krishna wants us to come to him and he gives the means for us to come to him. He's so kind. Uh, so let us take advantage of that and glorify Krishna and remember Krishna and be absorbed in Krishna. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama. Hare, Hare. Dante nithaya hai a chernakang padayane patya. Kritvacha aham Bramimi Hey, sadhava. Sakala eva vihaya dura. Chaitanya chandacharane kutanuraga. Mancha kalpa terubhya.